Hey, welcome to episode 125. Today I sit down with our good friend and co-host Brad Williams as we talk about how to find purpose and energy to finish 2020 strong. So let's jump right in to my conversation with Brad Williams. All right, so on today's podcast, we're talking about how to finish 2020 strong. Um, so Rusty, the world needs disciples of Jesus who can see the greater work God is doing for us in 2020, more than they can see the stress and the confusion and all the other stuff. Um, so how do you feel? How do you feel that works? How do you feel people, um, people do that? Well, I think that the, the difficulty we have is we're just like Adam and Eve in the garden. We are easily distracted. We are easily deceived. And I just heard somebody say today that the greatest lie that Satan told Adam and Eve was that they could be like God because he made them think that they weren't already like God. And their identity wow. was in that they were made in the image of God. But by him saying that, he discounted who they were. And I think that's the big thing for us. I think we wrestle with our identity and we don't know who we are. We don't know whose we are. And so we search for it. Um, you know, you and I both have, uh, have kids that are, you know, late teenagers, early twenties in that range. And we watch them search to try to find out what they want to do. Our prayer is they don't search to try to find out who they are. We've tried to teach them who they are their entire life. And, I think there's so many young adults out there, Gen Z, millennials, whatever you want to say, that are searching for who they are and even older generations. I think the older you get, the more you give up, which is right. a sad state in life as well. Yeah. But I think the the need for us to have, you know, disciples who finish this year strong and, and finish even their life strong is based clearly upon this uh, identity thing of knowing who we are and knowing whose we are. No, I love that. Um, no, I love that. You almost made me start taking notes. Uh, that I, I completely agree. You know, we do forget um, who we are, and the enemy does use that to to confuse us and have us start acting like something different. Um, and so, um, we we know the goal for everybody listening is that we end this year better than we began. So, what what practical things can people do? Uh, to make sure or to help them um, end this year strong? Because we started out being tested. The way I looked at it, Rusty, it was like 2020 hit and our true character showed and it was ugly. People were mm. snatching toilet paper from people, you know, old ladies are getting tripped in Costco. You know, folks was just, you know, it was ugly. It was nasty. People were stocking up on chips and, and cheese puffs not saying I just named that off the top of my head, not saying that's what I was eating. That's just something you noticed. It's just something that popped in my head. Yeah. But, you know, all this, this junk on the shelves and junk they're putting in their physical bodies, junk they're putting in their spiritual bodies, like social media people went crazy. It's like, we just started, we started out the year um, so poorly. And I feel like now is an opportunity. It's a test to see if we can end this year better than we began it. How do you feel we do that or can we do that? 
Well, I think we can definitely end it better than what it's been because <laughs> we set the bar pretty low. Yeah, true. Uh, you're right. Um, I used an illustration recently in a video of it's like that, you know, that natural peanut butter you get and all the peanuts are at the bottom and the oils at the top <laughs> yeah. and the side of the jar says no stir, but you still got to stir it, <laughs> you, you know? Yeah. And when you stir it, whatever's on the bottom kind of rises to the top. And that's right. like what 2020 has done. It's stirred our world. Mm -hmm. And what rose to the top was ugly. It yeah. was um, stockpiling. It was scarcity. It was fear. Yeah. And a lot of us were angry. And I, I think this is the key thing. Uh, Anger is never the first emotion. Anger is the second. So I think you have to ask yourself, why was I so mad? Was it because I was fearful? Probably. Was it because I was sad? I missed out on something? Could be. But the more you begin to diagnose that, the better off you're going to be at getting towards a better end of 2020. Think about this. If I had told you at the beginning of 2020, hey, you're going to get a lot more time with your family this year. Mm -hmm. You might even get a career change through all of this. You are going to learn some technology you did not know before. And you're going to discover what it is that lies beneath in your soul that you can deal with so you don't have to deal with it anymore. You'd say, I'm in. Yeah. But if I said it's going to require a seven-month global pandemic, you'd say, what's a pandemic? So I, I think we have, to, we have to embrace what's happened. Yeah. And recognize 2020 did not turn out the way that we thought it was going to, but there's some good that can definitely come out of it. And so a couple of things I jotted down in light of our conversation. Uh, one is just to write some goals down. You know, I think the acronym that Michael Hyatt gave us or somebody gave us was SMART, um, hmm. Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Results, and Time Defined. Yes. Yeah, what are some specific goals to write down? Brad, this is something you practice all the time, isn't it? Yeah. No, the SMART goals are excellent because, um, you know, a lot of times we spend time doing a bunch of stuff, but it's just busy work. You know, it's not going to have any impact on what you're actually trying to improve. So a SMART goal is the way to go because it is specific. You know, know, you know what areas for me, 2020 has provided an opportunity to get the garbage out, mm. to get healthy physically, um, to get healthy mentally um, and spiritually, to remove toxic people and toxic relationships from my life, to remove toxic food. And so when it comes to a SMART goal, you know, me and my wife, kids sitting down and just talking about things that we want to specifically achieve. And my wife and I talking about our health this year because we're together so much more because of the pandemic, to your point, you know, making a smart goal on um, her health concerns and mine as we get older and then making sure that you can measure those goals. Yeah, um, that's so key. That is so key to be able to measure it, because if you don't see any success, you'll quit. Yeah. If you say, I want to lose 100 pounds tomorrow, well, <laughs> you're going to quit. But if you want to say, I want to eat healthy tomorrow, that's still not specific enough. But if right. you say, I'm going to go without sugar for every day except Friday, well, now, now you're cooking. Now you've got yeah. some specific measurable goals in front of you. Yeah. And, um, you know, they have to be, we talk about, there's a book called Four Disciplines of Execution. Mm. 
uh, that talks about lead measures and lag measures. You know, and you know, if we if we want to lose that weight, we have to have a a goal that is um, not just that's attainable, but also um, a goal that you can influence. You know, so for us, instead of us having the scale, a lag measure, the number on the scale as our goal and getting frustrated because that number is not moving as quick as you want to. A lag measure, they call it a lag measure because you can't influence it. Like once you see that number, it's a wrap. You're reacting to that. You know, a real, a, a real goal is something that you can be proactive about. So my, our goal became um, trying to exercise for mm -hmm. over 30 minutes um, five days a week. And That's that so we good. can influence. And That's we don't so look good. at the scale. We look at each week and go, did we hit the five? Hmm. Did we hit the five? And that way, if we know we're doing that, we know by us hitting that goal, it'll lead to us hitting our, our weight goal. You know, we talk a lot about physical fitness uh, because you and I are both like Adonis gods. Yeah. But, you know, that's... True. That's another story for another time. <laughs> Hans and Franz. Um, Hans and Franz. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, the, the thing I think about is some of our leaders sitting out there that are leading small groups of, let's say, junior high boys, or even a small group of, uh, you know, 12 uh, couples that are in your, your Zoom call. And your goal may be 100% participation. Okay, that, but that's a lag measure. As you said, once you measure it, then it's a wrap. Yeah. So what could a lead measure be? It could be, I'm going to email everybody day of small group, just to remind them to be there. I could text them the day before that. I could call them the day before that. Now these are things you can actually influence, which will eventually influence the lag measure. That's good, Brad. I like that. Yeah. No, and it's, it's um, you know, when it comes to goals, I think a lot of times people jump into it, not really respecting how difficult it is to execute an actual goal, execute anything. You know, life is full of people with great ideas, but only people who can execute those ideas are the ones that reap the benefits. And so, you know, the smart goals, the four disciplines of execution, that's real. Um, after the M for measurable, you have uh, the A for attainable, mm -hmm. which is to me one of the biggest um, parts of that acronym because if it's not attainable, you're not going to do it. And mm -hmm. people get that. I mean, I've gotten it twisted when it comes, since we're just using physical fitness as an example, um, I've dropped about 30 pounds and I did it by walking. Mm. Why did walking work? Because it's attainable. <laughs> because I you can, did it. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to try to, you know, I was doing CrossFit in the past and I was taking kickboxing classes and I was hitting the gym, uh, doing spin at 5 a.m. and spin and kickboxing at 7 p.m. And it was nuts. We were going like six times a week and we did that for um, for some time, but it was not, it's not an attainable lifestyle. It's not a sustainable lifestyle. It's attainable for a hot second, but you can't consistently keep doing that. But I can get out, go out the door and walk for 30 minutes. You know, I can I can do that. It's attainable. And because it was attainable, it became the best thing for me to do. There was a, a YouTube video I was watching. This trainer, he, it said, what is the best exercise that can burn the most calories? Is it swimming? Is it cycling? Is it walking? And I was curious. At the end of this video, um, he said, it's the one you're going to do. <laughs> yep. 
you know, so So it's got to be attained. Whatever you do when you set that goal, you know, make sure it is an attainable goal. Like to your point with the small group leader, being emailing each individual is an attainable goal. So start there. Start there. Don't try to don't try to hit the home run on the first swing. Right. Which really gets us into the the R, which is the results oriented which that's the focus exactly of what you just said of you're looking for the results. Uh, and then the T is time-driven that you're able to say by then. That's the whole uh, moonshot uh, to the moon by the end of the, of the decade. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which that's, that's, you know, that comes down to us. You know, you're talking about execution. I always think about the story about our, our, uh, our favorite basketball player, Magic Johnson. Uh, he would often, call out the plays on the court, but then tell the player what to do. Go around the pick, come up here to the top of the key, and I'll throw you the ball. And, I mean, the team could hear it, and somebody asked him about that, and he said, it doesn't matter if they know what we're going to do. It just matters if we execute it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) Which it really matters. That's what matters with your goals, too. It just matters if if you'll do it. Yeah, that's spot on. Uh, It reminded me of what... um, John Madden, USC. Run the run the ball. If we can't execute a basic running play, yep. He just if we execute the run, we'll win the game. Yep. You know, and and it's it's just like that in life. If we're going to be better, if we're going to end this year better than we started it, um, we have to have. Not only do we have to have goals, um, we also got to know our blind spots. Like we have to know where we were unhealthy. Like if you don't know you're unhealthy, you're not going to fix it. Right. You know, and I think that what being, you know, in the house with your family and being in community with people um, and having conversations with people that you normally wouldn't have, um, a lot of the ugliness on social media, a lot of this has given us opportunity, at least it gave me an opportunity to see the parts of me that were unhealthy. Yeah. You know, how I dealt with my my family, uh, certain ways that were unhealthy. Uh, mm. How I people it, uh, irritated me um, online, and how it really wasn't about them; it was about me. Right. You know, it's about I had to fix me because there's no way a person should have that kind of impact on me that I don't know. You know, and you're probably 16 with 12 followers, and I'm sitting here arguing with you. You know, that's it, a me issue; it's not a you issue. <laughs> and you've ruined my night. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, I'm hot. <laughs> exactly. I'm well, here. I want to just kind of wrap us up here with a couple of thoughts for our, uh, our listeners. Um, one is uh, set a target and come up with some things by then, as we've talked about with the SMART goals. And for you, that might be between now and the end of the year, a couple things you want to have done. And one of those might be to put together a plan for 2021. It might be to set up some keystone habits, some measurable goals yeah. uh, that you want to have in play. Uh, for me, a big one I'm working on is May 1st, 2021. I turned the big 5-0, Brad. Oh! And oh. I know you've already crossed Welcome over that club. line. Yeah. Um, but I, I've been thinking about, all right, before or by I, the time I'm 50, what, what do I want to be true about me? Um, how much time I spend in the Word? How much time I spend with neighbors? How much time I spend with my family? Um how healthy I am, I'm a diabetic, how my blood sugar numbers are, those kind of things. Uh, setting some, some attainable goals 
Uh, for me, the big milestone is 50, but for somebody else, it might be the end of the year. For somebody else, it might be by Valentine's Day or by uh, uh, you know Easter or whatever it is, but pick a, a date on the calendar and, and set some goals and more than just the numbers, some specific measurable things that you can do. Like you said, walking every day. Okay, I can do that and the results will follow. That's good. That's excellent. Well, Brad, as always, love our time together. And uh, we will uh, chat more again soon. Um, we're celebrating still the Laker championship and the Dodger championship. Yeah, City of Very, Champions. very exciting. Yep. Okay, my brother, I will talk to you next time. All right, see you next time. Well, I hope that encouraged you, maybe gave you some things to think about. Hey, next week, uh, I'll be back, and I cannot wait to talk to you um, about our next episode because it is the Christmas season, and we're going to be talking to two people that are responsible for making your Christmas full of fun, romantic, Hallmark, and Lifetime movies. One of which is a producer of those movies. Another is an actor from those movies. And you're going to get to hear from them about what Hallmark movies can teach us about Christmas. What's it like to lead a large production? What's it like to be a leader from within a production, which will help all of us in our leadership? Can't wait to have that conversation uh, with Dan Angel and Ryan McPartland next week. Uh, We will talk to you then. As always, share this with a friend and keep leading simple. Let's just-